are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. As promised, David Meltzer is here. He's CEO and president of Sports One Marketing, and he's also author of Connected to Goodness. I've invited him here to talk about his book, Connected to Goodness, and the seven major principles to business and personal success. David, welcome to the studio. Oh, what a privilege to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. Um, so let's start very simply with the book. Tell me a little bit about, well, actually, no, let's talk about you. Tell me a little bit about your path to Sports One Marketing. Let's do that first. You know, it was an interesting journey because I went to law school and thought I'd be a sports agent, but ended up in technology. Uh, became a millionaire in my 20s, multi-millionaire in my 30s, retired. And that's really where my journey began because I had found that I was surrounding myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas. And I went to India and learned a whole nother way of doing business and a way of thinking and realized that I could manifest anything that I wanted which was to be a sports agent, not a technology guru. And so I met Lee Steinberg, and within 48 hours, I ran the largest sports agency in the world, where I met Warren Moon. And five years ago, we uh, spun off our company, Sports One Marketing, here in Orange County. Very nice. You obviously have had practice giving us that overview, and I love it. Let's keep moving then. What does Sports One Marketing do? You know, we do not represent athletes and celebrities. What we do is we bring over $2 billion in relationship capital to our projects. And our projects surround themselves with the biggest sporting events in America. Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Masters, Kentucky Derby, and we utilize this philosophy of bringing people and ideas to the right projects, elevating the stature and awareness to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. Fun. So everything we do surrounds itself with some sort of charitable give back or community involvement. Why did you get attracted to this area in the sports arena? What is it about this business model that kind of get you going you know it was situational knowledge of running the big sports agency which almost every young lawyer dreams about being a sports agent they want to be jerry Maguire, and i was blessed with the opportunity to experience that right and like other things, literally <laughs> literally uh, people used to call me jerry uh which i would laugh but uh Literally, it's not what it appears to be. And so what I did is I analyzed, utilizing my principles that got me back on the right track, what the business was and how and what my objectives were. And we built Warren and I together, a business that is directly related to this objective of making a lot of money helping a lot of people, and having a lot of fun. And sports agentry really isn't that business, but our business is. Great. We're talking with David Meltzer. He is the CEO and president of Sports One Marketing, but also he is the author of Connected to Goodness. So I get, I get a chance to read a number of books throughout the year, both personally, professionally, authors that come on the show. I had the good fortune to read your book during a flight. Uh, it was a personal journey. Uh, my mother passed away, and so on Sorry. the flight back, um, she's in a better place now. Yeah. Right, and um, but thank you for that. Uh, so on the flight out to Pittsburgh, I had a chance to read your book, and um, uh, it was all that you had built it to be when I heard you speak at the ENP event, and that's where I ran into you guys, and I said I need to have you on the show. So we're, we're going to talk about a number of the concepts, but let's start with the title, Connected to Goodness. What does that mean? You know, it's a ubiquitous name that... I felt would apply and attract the majority of the people on earth, regardless of their philosophy or religion. Everyone believes in being good. 
And obviously, if I took a O out of there, many people understand that we connect to God, Source, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, whatever you believe in. But I felt that connecting to goodness was a way to attract everyone, regardless of what your religious beliefs or philosophies are. And your philosophy is that the universe is abundant. Yes. Tell us tell us about that. Sure. I believe that we don't need anything, that if uh, we, we needed anything, we wouldn't be here, that all we have are these wants and desires, and that we are the only person in our own way, and that the universe has everything that we desire. It's just a matter of how quickly and accurately we can access it, almost like Google. You know, here you put in your search, your imagination, and it comes down or downloads to you, and that's the way I believe the universe works, that there's enough of everything for everyone. But if you don't believe that, you don't receive that. Correct. Uh, or all the time. Okay. Right? Because there is subconscious and unconscious beliefs that will still manifest what you desire at times. What I do is try to create a more open, fluent attitude that allows you the majority of the time to manifest what you want or desire as rapidly or accurately that you, that you, that you want it when you want it. So one of the concepts that you talk about in the book is living above the line versus below the line. Can, can you spend a couple minutes and sort of differentiate? What do you mean by that? Absolutely. It's one of the two things that I teach at, at my business for young executives and interns is if you want to distinguish yourself, above the line is accountability. Below the line is blame, shame, and justification. And I believe that no matter what happens in your life, you liberate yourself by being accountable and asking yourself, what did I do to attract this to myself? As opposed to? Blaming other people in shame or justifying why it happened. And this only puts ourselves farther in our own way and detracts ourselves from manifesting what we accurately want. When we liberate ourselves by being accountable and empowering ourselves that everything in my life is mine, it is liberating and, and unbelievably powerful and empowering. Is it fair to think of it that you're being rewarded by the universe for being accountable for your own results? That's one way to look at it. I try not to put too many conditions on it. I okay. take it a little bit farther. Okay. If I'm sitting at a stop sign and someone runs into the back of me while they're texting or some other thing that could happen, I know it's very difficult, but I challenge myself when something like that occurs in my life to ask myself, what did I do? For this to happen and why did it happen in that very moment in that very moment and get excited to know that drastic things like this only happen when good things are coming and i and i I, i've been able to create this perspective by living some really challenging times (laughs) (laughs) and you know of what you speak yeah and talking to other people who are very successful and empowered people that will always start like the disney's of the world and the carl fishers and the steve jobs all of these great men steve Wynn. Yeah, that that have told me, well, it always wasn't like this. If I didn't go through all of this crap, this never would be mine. And so sometimes if we make it through these difficult experiences, it liberates us to understand, wow, these are good things that are coming. And I just need to further understand or be enlightened to see why I needed this or attracted this into my life. And it's just one of the successive events, not a success or failure, but a successive event that has occurred. uh, Are you saying you sort of have to get through those challenges to get to the other side? 
I do. I, I believe it's our journey to, and I believe in vibration, as you know, from yeah, the right. book. So I think that one of the most powerful things is to vibrate faster and faster. So the more we're challenged, like anything else, we build up and speed up our vibration. If we just sat at home all day in that comfort zone, our vibration would slow down. Here, when we create challenges or obstacles and voids and shortages for ourselves, it actually conditions ourselves to vibrate faster okay. and be able to manifest things more accurately and, and rapidly. So, okay, we're talking with David Meltzer. Uh, we're talking about his book, Connected to Goodness. We're only scratching the surface on this book, and we're going to get in more into it after our next commercial break. So I'd suggest we take our commercial break now. And, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere, because I, I want him to explain the seven principles that are in the book. This is a very approachable book. It's very readable. It has It's content-rich, but yet very approachable for a person who has the right frame of mind to read it. And I, and I want to thank you for taking the time to write this book, David. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back to dig into the book a little deeper after these words from our sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results, a cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days, all with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, buninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your sealing solution. 
Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Frenzy. David Meltzer is our guest. He's the CEO of Sports One Marketing. But today we're talking, in addition, we're talking about his first book, Connected to Goodness, Manifest Everything You Desire in Business and in Life. Why did you write such a revealing book? Because th- you really bear yourself. I mean, you're you're very honest about yourself in this book, David. <laughs> it was one of the first times I, I did that publicly. So it was one of my journeys as I lost millions of dollars uh, in my retirement uh, and surrounded myself with the wrong people and wrong ideas, my white wife, who's very spiritual, gave me an awakening and a challenge and said, look, if you don't change, I'm leaving you. <laughs> and she'd been around your life for a long time. Since the fourth grade. Right. So this isn't, I mean, she oh. knew you and she, she's put up with you up to the, exactly. sounds like she put up with you to a certain point. Exactly. And I got to that point where she said, you know, I encourage you to go back because I always had been the Midas, right? Meltzer was the Midas touch. Everything I did touched, turned to gold and, and, and here everything wasn't turning to gold anymore. And she said, why don't you go back and codify how you did this? Because you're not doing the same things as when I met you, when we got engaged, when we got married. You're a different person. The people you don't, you're not, you're not there. And so that night, I stayed up all night thinking, and I decided, you know what? She's right. I don't want to lose the most important thing to me. I had three daughters and my wife, and so I went and codified these principles that I live by. And I started equating was I doing the same things and living by them now as I was before. And I realized I wasn't. And so I made Why do you think that was? Because I had lost the two things my mom taught me. And I have these five siblings, all Ivy League superstars, and just blessed with empowerment. And the two things that I lost that she taught me was, number one, gratitude, and number two, empathy. Gratitude is very f- f- forward. It's thankfulness. But the empathy was difficult. Empathy, my mom taught me, was forgiveness. Mm. Different than sympathy. I can't feel bad enough to make you feel good. Yeah, you say that. In the, but yeah, that makes but, that so powerful of a concept, right? Yeah, It is, right? And right. so empathy. And so I lost those two things. And I started becoming an arriver and losing all the things. Kind of like Justin Bieber or all these guys that I represented. Right? These great athletes <laughs> right. that made all this money. Right. I, I thought You became a product of your environment a little bit? I, I absolutely did. And, and I surrounded myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas. And slowly but surely, the cumulative effect of my habits and these principles right. created a manifestation of shortages, voids, obstacles, and other challenges for me to understand what was truly important and the power that I had been given to manifest whatever. I vibrate so fast and I've always been so positive that when this enlightenment occurred, the, the world is my oyster. I Anything I desire comes to me and it's so powerful and makes me so happy. It's a source of energy, it sounds like. Absolutely. Happiness and energy. And, to empo- and the book came because after it worked for me, I felt my personal mission in life is to empower others to empower others to be happy so if i could i could tell 100 people how to do this but if i can teach 100 people to teach another 100 people we can create a collective belief of happiness right well we're talking with david Meltzer. we're talking about his book connected to goodness and um so you mentioned you you codified your principles so so can you touch on we don't have time to get into yeah. all seven, but give us a sense for the concepts behind the principles. Simple, simplest way to look at it is if you consciously think of something, it's a possibility. There's three imagination principles. Hold on. If you consciously think of something, it's a possibility. The minute you consciously think of it, yes. And, and is it fair to say if you're consciously thinking about it, you might begin to manifest it even if it's something you don't desire? Yes. Okay. Including subconscious and unconscious, but conscious we can think about. 
Then we'd use these principles, foundation, guideposts, and manifestation, to imagine what we want. And what that does is connects us to goodness or God or Jesus, whatever you believe in, and we become inspired. The minute we become inspired about our idea, it now becomes a probability. Okay. And this is where woo-woo people fall down, because I was never a woo-woo spiritual guy. Right. Is that they think they can sit on their couch and manifest a Ferrari. Right. Right. It's sitting there and pretending. If I'm just pure enough. Exactly. And you got to vibrate real, real fast for that to happen, and it's probably not going to happen here on Earth. But where I come in is this unique, pragmatic approach to take that inspiration probability, teach you discipline, strategy, and understand action to get to your destiny, which is your perspective or your reality. So the book takes you through a very pragmatic approach right. on how to dream and get what you dream. And take action to get those dreams to come true. Possibility to probability to perspective or your reality. Right. So the key is you've got to take your action. You've got to take the action. Or if you were like me that only took action like a bull in a china shop, right. you have to sit back and meditate and right. think before you take action. And so now you meditate. Absolutely. Okay. And so talk to me about the benefit of meditating to you and what you think others can gain from meditation. Uh, meditation provides clarity, balance, and focus uh, for me. It provides the ability to step outside of myself and see things the way that I want to see them, to see within and without everything that I desire and think about them in a process to make meditation even more powerful, to manifest, and then as you practice this, just like golf, I tell people, if I asked you to shoot par tomorrow in golf and gave you a set of clubs, that's, that's not, not going to do it. Yeah. But people for some reason think that this manifestation or meditation works much faster than golf. It doesn't. It took me <laughs> nine years. <laughs> it's hard work. Yeah, and if I practice golf, golf as much as i meditate i think i'd be really really good at golf okay and and i played golf and i play in the 80s but i guarantee i'd be shooting close to par if i isn't meditating uh, training your mind yeah it's inner size just like we exercise it's inner size and when we learn the power of our imagination and our thoughts and our mind everything becomes more clear we become enlightened and the power of manifestation becomes a confident ability of ours not an accidental ability wow it's not luck no wow we're talking to david Meltzer. we're talking about his book connected to goodness so um let's think about that for a second from reading your book i get the distinct realization and i had the sense before that but it really you you helped me to put it into into my mind's eye better that we really are underutilizing this thing we got called a brain Absolutely. It's unbelievable how much power. I, I use this as an example. If I used to think in a linear sense, if I could move the speed of light, time and space won't exist. That's really powerful. Right. What if I turned it around and said, if I vibrate at the speed of light, time and space won't exist. And so I, I laugh or I joke, but I tell you, if you meditate and learn how to vibrate that fast, if it took you 100 million years or 100 million lifetimes, it's worth it because once you vibrate that fast, time doesn't exist. So you get all your t- past, present, and future are one. You right. get all your time back. So when you say vibrate, tell help the audience to understand what your, what your concept is there. Yeah, and thank you for asking. Uh, I believe that everything vibrates. The earth, the minerals vibrate the slowest, then plants the next, human and animals the next, then sound, then light, and then thought. And so we can only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you. So the faster we vibrate, our cells and our thoughts, the faster they vibrate, the more we can be aware of. And I believe, like you just mentioned, that we're not aware of 90% of the things that exist. Right. And so I focus on vibrating as fast as I can every day. Is vibrate your vibration level a 
function of meditation? I, for me, it is. I learned theta meditation, which you can Google, okay. and it's the ability to increase the vibration of your cells ten to fifty times during during meditation. You actually heat up, and that was my entry point into understanding the power of vibration. Now, that's your physical cells. Your thoughts. The more enlightened you are, when you're an Einstein, your thoughts are vibrating so much further than everyone else. That's why it took ten years for people to to physicists to understand to the catch theory up to them. Yeah, to the theory of relativity because he vibrated so quickly right they couldn't figure it out no and then when they did they were embarrassed right (laughs) well this is david Meltzer. we're talking about just some of the stuff that's in his book connected to goodness and so uh, who should buy your book besides everybody who who would you suggest would get the most benefit from reading your book david anyone that's like i was that feels they're ready for a change Right. They're, they're open to change and ready for a change. That's the best person to read the book because as I find, and I have thousands of emails and, and you know, posts and all that, it's the people that it was the right time for me. You know, I bought the book. I saw it, and it's just the right time. It's my transformation. This is a great way to combine pragmatist with faith and to understand how we can change for the better and be happy. I think you, you touch on some uni- I choose to believe you touch on some universal truths. Thank you. And that um, it really it takes some of the clouds away from the way people are being uh, coached and taught in business life and religion right now, not just in the U.S. And I think that stems from my unique background that you know I played sports in college. I represented some of the greatest athletes and still do on the marketing side. And right. I also have a great academic background, so I have this intellect and ability to process very complex things. But the neat thing is through the variety of exposure that I've had with geniuses and football players that I've been able to take very complex ideas and communicate them at a mass appeal level with funny stories, right. self-deprecating humor, sports stories, analogies, so that everyday person, whether you went to Harvard Law School or not, mm-hmm. says, wait a second, that clears it. This is a very simple, easy way to approach my life and right. to get what I want. And this book isn't just rec- Required for somebody who's feeling empty if they're not feeling fully fulfilled. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. isn't a book that you need to read when you're low. This is a book that you can read when you're high. Because I think, David, that sometimes success attracts negative energy to you. It sounds like in your life that might have been what happened, right? Yes. There are people that get attracted to another person's success, and they're not there for your best interests. Absolutely. And those are the types of things that we start attracting to ourselves when, you know, for example, my Ferrari example, I thought that would attract prestige, honor and superiority. And all it did was create this separateness and the ability for people to abuse, manipulate and, and, and be jealous of me and attract the wrong energies and the wrong people where I wanted to attract people to like me for who I am and be impressed because I had worked so hard. And to, happy for you yeah, that you can afford happened. it, right? Because well, I remember you said, uh, I think a point where you started this journey was when you were in the ideal house that you, the big house, mansion that you'd built with your wife. And for the first time, I think you felt empty. First time. I knew it that day and I'd never recovered until I had to go through that long journey and challenges of losing everything and then making it back. Wow. All right. Well, the time has flown. Yes. Uh, how does someone get this book? Amazon or uh, on Amazon. It's a top 10 bestseller now on Amazon. Congratulations. And in Barnes and Nobles. Uh, also, we have a website connected to goodness.com where we have uh, my training and book available. But Amazon, to be honest, is the easiest and fastest way to get it. The, the, the concept that the universe is abundant 
And if you can figure out how to stay connected to goodness on a pure and steady, consistent way and get out of your own way and live above the line, you can have what you truly work hard for and desire. Absolutely. And be grateful and empathetic. Grateful and empathetic. Yeah, because you, you, when I saw you speak, you said, say thank you at night and in the morning, right? Yeah, 30-day gratitude challenge. Make it your habit by doing that for 30 straight days, and your life will change for the better, guaranteed. And if I miss a day? Got to start over because it has to be a conscious habit. At night before you go to bed. And when you wake up. First thing in the morning. And all you say is? Thank you. Or think it. You don't even have to say it out loud. Just feel it, right? Yep. Just genuinely be thankful. Exactly. Well, thank you for being a friend of the program and part of our community, David Meltzer. I really enjoyed this time together. Oh, me too. I'd love to come back anytime. So thank you very much. I'll take you up on that. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're a little bit over the clock. Hopefully you don't mind. This was a great interview. I was excited to have David in the show, and I think you can see why. I'd like to thank our advertisers, Center Club. Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, Tea and Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. Until the next time we have a chance to speak, here's uh, me as the host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope that all of your business decisions move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 